0: of technical difficulties but welcome everyone to Burgess Power Hour I'm back I've been gone for three months I've had meditations uh replacing me and then Alisa one of our coaches replaced me last month and uh so I thought I'd come back and say hello since this is all about the power of play so welcome everyone I see all my peeps out there I don't know who's my eight who's eight five oh
1: that's, this is Judy Light.
0: Hi, Judy Light. Oh, my goodness. Uh, been, been <laughs> All right. And I yeah. see, yes. And I see uh, Debbie and Bob again, Paulette and Sherry and Ellie and Howie in the dark, but yay. And Krista, <laughs> I see your beautiful picture. And Debbie, I see you. Hi. Hello. And Cheryl T, is that Tatum? It is. Oh, good righty well uh, maybe more'll join us later I've got it recording those of you who um, come later welcome and uh, you'll be getting this recording anybody who uh, came on and scheduled uh, we had a bunch of people wanting to know about play so I'm I'm really excited for this one because it's a it's a thing <laughs> so we're first gonna just all play together tonight this is my little. <laughs> My little Gumby and Pokey that I play with. Uh, It's at my computer at all times. And when I get mad, Gumby does something to Pokey. I'm not going to tell you. But anyway, Um, (laughs) I like to keep little toys around. And I have my little person. Yes, Paulette. I've got my little little person there, too. (laughs) My little inner child that I have. So uh, at the end of this call, when we're finished tonight, we're going to stop the recording and we invite anybody else to stay on because we're going to do a little um, promotional thing for one of our beautiful graduates, Paulette, with our p- p- pillow people um, because it's the, um, this is all about play. So this is something that um, you're welcome to join us with uh, or not. So those of you who have never been here before, welcome. Uh, I normally do some kind of yakking at you for a minute and then we do an experience uh we have an experience for you tonight as well and then give you some tools okay on how to play isn't that funny gotta give you tools how to play what's up <laughs> with that right so uh definitely get pen and paper out because uh we're gonna i'm gonna ask you to do a couple things and then you can share some things when we finish um so without further ado and like i said we will you'll get this recording for me. I'm just glad to be back. It's been, I've been playing out in the world and I'm back. I'm going to be playing again next weekend with our graduate level courses, passionate manifestation and then mastery in November. But, um, it's been a whirlwind of play shops because that's what I like to call them. Cause I like to play and the, an acronym. If you choose to own it, hold it, think about it, noodle it right next to okay. the other pen. My pen is on the table and somebody needs to mute themselves. Or I can mute you if you like. Uh, an acronym for play would be for passion, L for laughter, A for allow, and Y for young, okay, or youth. So that's my little acronym for play is P is passion, L is laughter, a okay. is allow. All right, I'm gonna mute everybody because I'm getting lots of feedback here. Um, and Y is for young or youth. You know, life often seems like an endless series of tasks, doesn't it? And responsibilities and we kind of rush around from one obligation to another with little time left for ourselves oftentimes. But amidst this old chaotic whirlwind that maybe some of us find ourselves in, we forget that profound value of play. So play is not for children. That's a secret. Because guess what? We're all children. We have that little child inside of us. So that little child hasn't gone anywhere. Okay? They like to play too. So it's an essential aspect of being human. So it's a state of being where we engage in activities purely for the joy that they bring, without the burden of any outcomes or expectations. And that is my little thing I'm going to say over and over again. When you're playing, there is no outcome. There's no expectation. So as sadly as adults, we kind of become disconnected from that, from that intrinsic part of our nature. We've traded that whimsical pursuit of happiness for the monotony of Routine, oftentimes. So it's time to reclaim the power of play and inject it back into our lives. Would you agree? Would you like to? Would you like to play? Would you? Come on. Okay. So picture a child at play. Their laughter is infectious, right? Their imagination knows no bounds and their enthusiasm is boundless. So what happened to that childlike spirit within us? Why did we let it fade for some of us? Some of us may let it fade away as we got, we grew older. Well, it's not too late to rekindle the flame. Okay. So we are going to do a little play tonight, but I just want to give you a little more information about it because that's, if you're, if you're curious about play and say, I don't know how to play anymore. I'm not sure how to bring play into my life. Just watch children. Or watch your own children. That'll help you really play. And also our pets help us play. Unless you have a lizard. I, I don't know. Or a fish. <laughs> I don't know. Fish you can't cuddle. But but to be playful again is to understand that. Here's my little. Um, my My thought anyway. That spirituality is play. Your gifts are play. There's no outcome when you play. So when your children, like I said, or watch children or remember when you were a child, there's no outcome. They're just in their sandbox and there's nothing that they are really, they don't know when they're done until they're done. They're just playing and experiencing things and they're developing an awareness of curiosity, right? And that's a playful aspect to have when you're playing. It's a curious thing. There's no specific outcome, but when we get older, our goals get, we you know, we start getting very task oriented, goal oriented, and it becomes to I have to do this in order for this to happen. And what it ends up doing is it replaces that unique feeling that we all have and still have, is that curiosity, that ability to just be open and creative. So, hey, what if, what if everything else you do is taking you to the same place? What if everything that you do is play? What if everything you decide is playful? What if I tell you that you're never going to get there? (laughs) What if I tell you, so again, if I say you're never going to get there, whatever there is for you, Might as well play. How about, what if I tell you that you will get there? You might as well play along the way. What if I tell you you're already there? Well, you might as well play. So the more that you can embody that experience, embody that from a place of non-resistance, okay? And watch children play. Watch yourself, your children. If you have children, watch them play. Experience and be playful with them because that truly is the reason why you're here is to experience. It's not to save the planet. It's not to save people. It's not necessarily to be serious around being on the mountaintop and saving anybody. Because everybody's already their unique beings. You know, we're all unique beings, we're sentient beings, and so is the planet. So, I think a lot of us that are what a lot of people call light workers, I'm going to call us light players. Okay. We can be light players and have a unique signature of allowing whatever we want to play with. But my suggestion is if we could learn how to surrender. Just learn how to surrender the knowing that you're not here to shift consciousness necessarily. And I understand that a lot of us that maybe you're on these calls, or maybe that's not you at all, but I understand many of us feel like we are here for a purpose and that we are light workers. We're bringing light to the world and to ourselves. So let's, how about if we shift it to we're light players? Does that change anything for you? I'm a light player. Maybe that changes the energy. As long as you're adding value along the way, then what you're doing here, you came here to do, okay? And you came here to be, and you came here to experience. So that's my little uh, two cents about that. Um, But the first step is to take back and analyze our beliefs around play. So let's reflect on our daily life, shall we? How much time do you devote to play? I see some playful faces joining us. Onyx, yo, yo, Yolanda, Gail, thank you for being here. I'm just, and I see lots of phone calls. That's good. So do you do you remember a time, the last time you engaged in an activity purely for the joy of it? And I don't mean like getting high or drinking. Although that's how many of us can play sometimes is that we we use those things to help us surrender and just allow ourselves to let our nervous system kind of relax. Okay. But can you think of anything that you've done recently that you just said, just for the joy of it, I'm going to do it. I don't care what the outcome is. You know, the other reason why people have hobbies and those types of things is you don't have to be perfect at it. That's the other part about play. You don't have to be perfect. You give yourself permission to learn, to explore. So that's why it's powerful to keep that in your life because you're opening up this creativity. You're opening up a channel of allowing and surrendering and connection as opposed to just always putting your head down and working and making things happen and being serious. So we're so accustomed to that predict productivity and achievements. We forget to prioritize our own happiness. So think of things that you used to do when you were a child. And I'm gonna give you a bunch of different examples for you to, cause I want you to jot some things down, okay? But I'm gonna kind of jog your memory a little bit. Maybe you, you like to draw or sing. And if any of these uh, resonate with you, write them down. Draw or sing or dance, play a musical instrument. Maybe you you, when you were little, you explored the outdoors. Like to build forts or play sports. Now, with sports, sometimes it gets a little tricky because sometimes there is an outcome because you want to win, but that's not what I'm talking about. It's for the sake of playing, playing for the sake of playing. So uh, I think the French call it, uh, what do they call it? Joie de vivre, right? They call it the the love of life. So our imaginations, if we can noodle, what happens with our imagination, we noodle it a little bit. And what that means is you can have, give yourself permission to have long, inefficient, (laughs) idling, dawdling, and puttering, putter around. And that actually does instill a sense of your flourishing. I know that our little, what I call bubble talk, that subconscious thought that keeps you from getting what you want, that subconscious thought saying, stop doing that. You know, this is wasting time, but it actually does do something for us emotionally, spiritually, energetically, and physically. So perhaps All we need is a little personal sleuthing to uncover what kind of solitary pleasures we'd like to do other than take a nap. Okay, naps are okay, but giving yourself permission to really explore. So let's do this. Why don't you write down, just that you can write down a list, just jot down some things that you can think of right now of solitary pleasures. Let's start with solitary first. Just solitary pleasures that you like to do. Don't give it a lot of thought. You mean now stuff we like to do or stuff we like to do as a kid? Both. Both. Yeah, don't think too hard. It can be like what you like to do now, what you like to do when you were a kid. And as you're writing these things down and jotting them down, you can ignore me if you, but I'm going to jot, give you a little bit more uh, just things to think about maybe. What was your favorite childhood game? Or what was your favorite movie as a kid? Or your favorite book or comic strip? Or maybe a favorite singer or a musical group listening to music? And what was the best time you ever had that you can think of as a little person, or a teenager, or as an adult now? How about? I'll give you some uh, some other little. Um, options to think about if you could acquire some additional skills right now, what would it be? Like playing the piano or figure skating or taking photographs? What kind of skills would you want to play with and acquire? Or even better, How about some outrageous things you'd like to do? Something that is really outrageous that you'd like to do or learn or be? Maybe like belly dancing. Be a clown. I'm just throwing out ideas. Hot air balloon. How about something daring? What would you like to do? Something just daring that you would consider wow, I'll probably never do this, but like stand up comedy or mountain climbing or scuba diving. How about maybe you can think of something that you'd like to do uh, with your hands? Get your minds out of the gutter. <laughs> or not. Like needle craft or, I don't know, bookbinding or gardening, framing pictures, stained glass, I'm just throwing out ideas. And the reason I'm doing that is this is part of that creative process because some of us get so stuck in. I've got it, my left brain has to think about it so seriously. But we think seriously, how are we going to play? What do we really like to do? So I'm just throwing things out that you can grab onto and go, oh, yeah, that sounds fun. And hadn't thought about that. And maybe it'll trigger some other things. Think about vacation. Where would you like to go? This doesn't have to be a bucket list. Gail's rubbing her eyes. Oh my god. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm
2: I'm I'm designing. <laughs>
0: I, love it. I love it. Maybe you want to do a I don't know, an archaeological dig in Egypt or ride on the Orient Express or go to Paris, got to get some haute couture collections. all of it all of that right okay so i'm just throwing those things out because i wanted you to jot some things down that feels like fun and play and so also to help us with this i want to get i'm going to give you a little bit more um, to see what you can come up with and then we'll share some things and then i'm going to go back in and give you some more information okay and then some tools so, if you would, on your paper, write the word "do," and then give yourself uh, in this like a uh, another column on the paper, and put "have," h a v e, and then another column over to the side, put B, be, B-E. So you have three columns: do have and be Does that make sense questions okay so this is a cool little thing to just play with and let your subconscious take over i want you to write down three things that you love to do and put it underneath the word do right three things you like to do and put it under the word do And then under the word have, I want you to write down three things you'd like to have or you want to have. Put that under the word have, what you want to have or like to have. And then, of course, under B, write down three things you want to feel. What do you like to feel? Okay. So if you can't think of them all, that's okay. You can go back and do this, but this is a cool little trick that you can play with yourself. And then I want you to read it across. So you have three things, or even if it's just one of each, you read it across. So let's say that you wrote down uh, you like to dance, and you want to have maybe the first thing you said is freedom. And maybe the thing you wrote, how you want to feel is love. So you make the sentence, you say, I, I like to dance. And I'm sorry, I dance to have freedom to feel loved. So you'd say, I, whatever you wrote down that you like to do. And then to whatever the next word is for have. And then to feel whatever you wrote down as your feeling. Kind of cool, huh? No? <laughs> what did, what'd you come up with, Yolanda? You said yes. Debbie said no. <laughs>
3: No, it
4: was funny because that's, you helped me complete my first one. So have on that first one, I had put transportation until you broke it down. And I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. And then you had said freedom and you know, I'm your freedom guy. So that's literally what I put. I dance to have freedom, to feel love.
0: That's what you put? Yes. (laughs) You did not. I'm... Uh, I, have I have my camera. I have oh my camera. watching you. Is here? <laughs> and of course, I call on you. Okay, perfect. Well, we're not in sync. That never happens. Just a coincidence. Yes. Okay. Uh, Debbie said no. What did yours? What did yours come out to, Debbie?
3: Doesn't work. Okay. Um,
0: I well, I, I I go to movies to have a reading and feel satisfied. Well. Kind of, you feel <laughs> satisfied, right, when you go to movies?
1: Movies come from
0: yeah. movies come from what? Scripts, Scripts. that you feed. right? Yeah, yeah. That you have a
3: reading, yeah,
0: are related. And the thing is, it's not meant to thank you for whoever wrote that <laughs> chat. It doesn't have to make sense necessarily. Uh, it's basically these things that you're bringing up can be it's kind of a fun thing to to let it flow. You can move them around if it makes more sense. But the whole idea of it is to just be creative and just put yourself in a in a space of having, being, doing, and make it make it more fun and playful as you're doing that. Um And the other thing was, does anybody want to share what they wrote down as far as, things that they can remember or what makes, you know, what play is to them or what they did as a child or they do now.
4: Um, I can share. Okay. I actually just did it yesterday. We had a storm come out and I just went out in the rain and I just played and, you know, just frolic <laughs> through the grass. And just had a good time, you know, and communing with the trees and animals and stuff. And my dog just ran around and had a good time too. So um, I just look for opportunities like that. Now I think I've went out in the rain uh, last two two days, two or three days, <laughs> just playing. I think
0: playing. that's great. What a great and and thank you because if um, that's a great thing to say. I don't know how to play. I don't know what to do that's the easy one of the easiest things to do is just to go out in the rain yes go out Mm -hmm. in the rain or go out in nature and connect with nature for no reason and that's the thing about play there's no reason and what that does do it does lift you up it lifts you up into a state of being that is allowing Mm -hmm. you're not resisting many people resist play because they have been told it's not okay. And you have to have a reason to do everything, and you have to be perfect when you're doing it. And again, yeah. study the study the plant plants, study the plants, study the animals and children. There there's no necessarily there's no rhyme or reason. And then the biggest thing is to give yourself permission. So whatever does anybody else want to share? Anything? Thank you, Ilan. Anybody else want to share anything? no yes maybe i just have to
4: say yeah that i've come a long way baby and i've (laughs) listened and learned so much from you because like (laughs) i used to have a hard time playing and now i'm all about it so it's pretty cool actually very cool it it works (laughs) it does it does
3: (laughs)
0: And that's what and that's what you're doing. You're playing.
4: I know. It's led me to this whole business of playing. To, yeah, playing and teaching people to love and play and yeah, heal all of it. Perfect. Thank your you. Little, thank you. Your little
0: protege, your little mini me. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, whatever, thank you, dear. Whatever you wrote down, uh, just make a conscious effort to reintroduce any, any of those activities into your life. Because this is what happens when you play it unlocks your creativity it nurtures your spirit it rejuvenates your soul it helps us rediscover our true selves the part of us that's curious or spontaneous and full of wonder and what i mean by that is that awe-inspiring self Instead of wandering around going, what am I supposed to do? How am I going to make it all work? Me and the Eeyore. Okay. It's the wonder. It's the Winnie the Pooh looking for the honey. Oh, Baba. But it's the wonder of it, not the wonder of it. Okay. So if you can be in wonder, wonderland, it does open this up. It allows us to let go of the worry and embrace the present moment, cultivating um, a sense of mindfulness and gratitude, doesn't it? Does that make sense? Yes, no? I hear, I I don't see any nod, I see one nod. Okay, fine. When we prioritize play, we create a, a ripple effect in our lives because we become happier, more fulfilled, our relationships improve because we could have shared experiences. We become more productive because we become more innovative. It it sparks something within us. Imagination. You know what Einstein said? What did Einstein say about imagination? More important than knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, and, and because of that, it enhances our problem-solving abilities the more we play. I mean, go figure. You know, it 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 improves our well-being and stress dissipates when we do this, as we find solace in the simple acts of laughter and enjoyment. That's why laughter yoga is so powerful. And we have a deal. So sure. I'm. oops, You're I got. Sure. Somebody's talking again in the background. So I'm going to mute everybody again. I don't know.
3: With all that
0: stuff. OK, so carve out some time right and play in your life explore any kind of spontaneous adventure and embrace the activities that bring you unadulterated joy for many i mean i don't know just, do you live in joy or do you live in wonder uh wander are you, are you wandering around <laughs> going i don't know what i'm supposed to do next okay so life is a pro- not a problem to be solved it's it's a mystery to be lived that's from kilkegar okay so i want to share something else with you it has play has no boundaries so it can take many forms again i'm going to give you more information about this or more suggestions whether it's dancing like nobody's watching or singing your heart out in the shower, you know, if you walk into a room or you go anywhere and you start humming and you start singing, try this next time, anytime, just start singing. And as you're talking, even you're talking to somebody like this, you're not afraid to feel stupid and you're just gonna sing. Doesn't matter how you sound. Or what you say when you do that? Let's try it now, and you can all mute yourself so nobody else has to hear you. Because God forbid you don't want to, but just try it. Start singing. Sing something. Okay. What do you want to hear, Bird? I'm just gonna talk while I'm singing, and I'm not sure how it's gonna sound, but I don't care. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Good job. Now, notice how you feel. Notice if that was hard for you. It's like, oh my God, I have to hear my own voice. Notice if, if there was resistance about it. But look, most of the time when you sing, what are you doing? Smile. You're smiling. You're singing. And you're smiling. Even if you're having a really crappy day, one of the best ways to get out of being in that, uh, oh, woe is me, Eeyore, is just, I really feel bad. I really feel bad. So it's being that the little silly monster comes out, right? And so what happens with that, it does shift your energy. It really does. And it shifts your your whole facial dynamic as well and the vibrations in your body is up. There. It's embracing that curiosity, wandering with an open mind, letting go of inhibitions. That's why people, you know, like to let go and that's you know they'll like us, you know, smoke pot or drink or whatever because it lets you let go of your inhibitions and you can do that with or without that, but it's just it's it's being willing to be silly. And boy is that tough for some people. One of the other things you can do to raise your consciousness and play is shake your body. And some people might call it dancing. Okay? Just move your body back and forth. Shake it. It dissipates the energy that you might have built up. It really does shift something within your core, in your your being, When 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 you shake. It dissipates the energy that you've built up that could be causing you to feel bad or to have pain even. So I invite you to play. Do you feel like there's some place in your life that you could lighten up a little bit? Have a faith lift, not a facelift, lift, a faith lift. Just have faith that it's okay. Challenge that notion that adulthood should be serious and spirituality and work, work, work should be serious and it's somber. So you can lighten up by doing just those simple acts of singing and moving your body. Try something new like a dance class, a game night with friends. And we have a game player, a game creator right here, Miss Debbie Unterman. Uh, having a solo adventure to a place that you've never been. Embrace the unknown. Go into a different store. Even doing that is like, oh, because we get into such a rut. And, of course, it's easy for me to say, but I have to say it. Release any judgments or fears that hold you back. Let your inner child guide you. And expect unexpected delights. It's not a frivolous pastime. Schedule it in your calendar. 10 minutes of play. Just put it in your calendar. Play time. It is self-discovery and it creates vibrancy in your body. So when we play, we open ourselves up to new perspectives and the creative juices flow We flourish and problems suddenly become puzzles. Because puzzles can be fun. So I invite us all to let go of our seriousness that weighs us down. Embrace the power of play with open arms, a curious mind, and a joyful heart. Allow yourself the freedom to laugh. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. Now try that. That's a power laugh, by the way. So, no matter who's with you, I challenge you just to again, you can mute yourself because, God forbid, you may not want anybody to hear you. But I challenge you just to go,
3: ha,
0: ha, 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 that, ha, 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 do ha, ha, this is the resistance that we hold so and it's like our sphincter muscles, man. It's like we're just holding on. We're holding that on. And can you imagine if we just let go and laugh and explore and shake and sing? It dissipates all of that energy that we built up and it brings magic back into our lives. You remember magic? Da 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 <laughs> but anyway get, give yourself permission put it in your calendar for 10 minutes a week for God's sakes or 30 minutes, 10 minutes a day 5 minutes a day, I don't care, put it in there just say play and I promise you the other thing that happens with this is the light, it, it enlightens you and I'm going to get a little spiritual here for a minute because when you play, what do you notice about children and pets the most? That they are, starts with an I. Innocent. They're innocent. So if any of you wanna bring back your innocence and you feel like you could, you wanna bring your innocent chip up in your life. In other words, the opposite of innocent is guilt. So if any of you are feeling guilty, remember guilt demands punishment. So if you're feeling guilty about anything, you're demanding punishment in an energetic, spiritual way. Whether you self-sabotage or you bring something to you that punishes you. So feeling that innocence is powerful.
4: Can you say that one more time?
0: Yes. The more you feel guilty, the more it demands punishment and if you feel guilty about anything you'll either self-sabotage or you'll attract something to you to punish you because guilt demands punishment the opposite of that is innocence and many of us are like what's that i know it's in there somewhere But this is part of the play. This is why play is so powerful and so important, is to get back to the innocence of who we really are, that authentic self. All we wanted as children was to be loved, to feel safe, to feel accepted, yes? And we still want that. We still want that. So that hasn't gone away. And one of the keys and the ways to get there is to go to that innocent place. And gee, one of the ways to get to that innocent place is to play. Make sense? Yes. Do I see nods now? Yes. Good. Thank you. All right. So here's what happens spiritually. And then I'll open it up for some sharing. And I'm going to give us a tool or two. Um, A lightness of energy that happens. It can be associated with being alive. There's also this, this feeling, okay, of pressure that people on the planet feel. It feels less light in the world right now sometimes, doesn't it? It feels denser. Maybe sometimes you feel trapped or you feel lower to the earth. Um, what I'd like to offer is what that means about how to bring that lightness of being back. Bring that energy of light back. Your light can be considered in two ways okay and like I said I'm getting a little esoteric so hang on with me you have a lightness around you that is full of bounce and there's a lightness within you which is the light of your soul so when we when I use the word light I'm speaking of a two-fold process of enlightenment okay lightness of being which means if you can imagine jumping on a trampoline You're feeling the air as you jump, and you feel light as a feather. That's being uplifted in that light. And the second part of the lightness of being is the glow within you. That is your soul, that's your light, that's your spark, that is your fire that burns in your belly, that aliveness. And that is the lightness of being. That's why I like to call my play shops essence of being in case you haven't done that yet, okay? So when you think of yourself as low energy or dark or feeling low to the ground and maybe feeling someone cut off your light, jump for joy. This is another tool. Jump for the lightness of being. If you can physically have the ability to jump, whether it be on one of those rebounders, you know, or just jump, feel what it feels like to not have your feet on the ground as you jump it's a reminder of your physicalness of feeling light and also a reminder of your energy which is part of you your spiritual part that has nothing but light and so the lightness that you can infuse within and without your body is always there because that light is there to burn bright and the brighter it burns The lighter you feel and the lighter you feel, the more you can jump for joy and the lighter you feel jumping for joy, you feel even more powerful and more enlightened and the enlightened part of you takes over and you perpetuate more and more in an endless cycle that you can feel that feeling of lightness, almost like euphoria. It's a sense of the burning of your own source within your physical body. It's the feeling you feel when you're skipping around, enjoying life. It's the infusion of light that we, that I suggest, even if it feels like you're in a dark place, turn on your light. Here's a tool. If You're feeling dark or feeling heavy or feeling serious. And you're not sure how to turn your light back on to make yourself rise up a little bit, your consciousness rise up a little bit or feel better. Uh, I suggest when you walk into a room, turn your light on. And every time you turn your light on, you're saying to yourself, I'm turning my light on. I choose to turn my light on. I choose to be aware that I am light. So that might be a great ritual. Everywhere you go, when you turn a light on, say, I bring my light up. I choose my light. I'm turning my light on. I'm lit up whatever you want to say. But it'd be a cool little ritual to do just to remind you that you are full of light. Does that help? Just a little ritual to say, I choose light. I choose to know I'm light. I choose to feel enlightened. And what that does, it also burns the the life force within you because a lot of us, our life force is turned down sometimes. And so we want to turn our life force up so that we can play and can allow more in our life. Did any of you want more in your life of, the, of something or more of this, more of something really good, whatever that is, whatever judgment you have of good? Yes, no, maybe. Okay. So this is going to make you jump for joy in all the expressions if you just choose to If you have a rebounder, that's really powerful just to jump and say, oh, I feel light today. Or I like swimming. Uh, I like going in a pool because I feel light. I mean, these are practical ritual steps you can take to bring your consciousness up and fill yourself full of life again. So sometimes when we feel directionless or we feel hopeless, Or feel somewhat not connected. We have to remind ourselves that there's hope in our inner being. It's not lost. We haven't lost it. We're still here. Our inner being is still here. Our little child is still here. We're not lost. We really haven't lost the ability to connect with our, whatever you call source or universe or God or energy or great spirit or whatever that is, sometimes we might feel somewhat lost that we're not able to connect to that. And this is one way that you can do it. This By doing these simple things, it also connects us to that feeling again that we're not alone and that we're not lost and that we're connected. So let go of self-judgment. Let go of any society expectations and allow yourself, give yourself permission to play with reckless abandon. I love that word. Just do that. Come on. Come on, everybody. Reckless abandon. Yeah. Yeah. See how that makes you feel? How do you feel? a little energized maybe yeah and the more you do that the easier it gets so if you can play with reckless abandon without worrying about the outcome that's the key now if you know that you have maybe some work to do i don't like work some play to do around feeling innocent here's another here's a tool One of the things you can do is get a picture of yourself. Those of you who have done private sessions with me or done workshops a lot of times, I'll tell you this. Get a picture of yourself when you were little and put that on your bathroom mirror. Bob's going, yeah. Put it on your bathroom mirror. Because every time when you brush your teeth, every morning, you're looking at that little person. Or you don't have to put it on the mirror, but put it near you so you can see that little person. Look into their eyes and say to them 10 times, you are innocent. With a breath in between. Okay. So it's not, you're innocent, you're innocent, you're innocent, you're innocent, you're innocent. That's not what I mean. You say, you are innocent. Take a breath. You are innocent. Take a breath. Okay. So you're accessing, because when you look at that little person, is that little person innocent? Yeah, so you can access that part of you that's innocent on an emotional level if you do that every morning. That's the first step. Then once you've accessed that feeling of, oh, she is little, she is or he is innocent, then you look into the mirror and you say the same thing to yourself and say, you are innocent. And you do that 10 times with a breath in between. And then the third step is changing it to I am innocent as you look in the mirror with the breath in between. It doesn't take long. And I promise you, if you can do that three-step process, if you know that you're a person that's, you know, could re- you need some reminders of how innocent you really are, because believe me, if you're holding on to guilt, you're going to get punished. You're very powerful. And you will self-sabotage like nobody's business. Or you will attract punishment to you somehow. Because energetically, you're vibrating guilt. Play is a way out of that. Play for the sake of play. So again, that tool, picture of yourself. Make sure you access that feeling place from that little person. You are innocent. Ten times in the mirror, you are innocent. And then I am innocent. And you do that. 10 times with a breath in between. And if you do that, that will access and shift everything for the rest of the day, or at least for a little while, that you can actually own that part of your innocence. Sound good? Yeah? Does anybody want to share anything that they wrote down or any questions that you have about any of this? I would. Yes, Gail and then
2: Joanne?
0: Joanne. Joanne
2: there, yes. I
3: haven't Gail, seen so. you. Bye.
2: Hi. Bye. So um, the thing with the picture. Yep. So I had to move my mom from Houston to Brownsville in a nursing home and, it, and she's got dementia and, and she goes in and out of that. And it was very, very traumatic. And she was very hateful towards me And I was like starting to like shut down. And so my daughter calls me from LA. She goes, okay, I'm flying out on Friday. Um, we're um, We're gonna handle this. And she goes, you walk in the room and you see Oma and you just sit in the corner and you shrink. And like, she goes, what is that? You have to stop doing that. So she said, put a picture. So I have a picture on my mirror. I have a picture on my little altar where I meditate. And I have a picture on the dashboard in my car where I can see it, and I would go every time I'd go in to see my mom. She said, "Leave Gail Sita in the car, let oh. her play in the car. Don't bring her in with you." So I I went through that whole process of loving that little child that my mother was very hard on, and getting through this, and I it just I had a major breakthrough seeing that little girl in that picture, but I had her everywhere. I had her, I had her when I get in my car, I see her. And when I brush my teeth, I see her. When I go meditate, there she is on my thing. I mean, it's, it, it took me like a month and I still, but I still talk to her, you know, I still, I still, I still talk to her and I still, but it, it took me a while and it changed my whole relationship with my mom, even though she has dementia and she stopped being hateful to me. And um, and it was because I, I I took back that little child and just loved that little child that was neglected and not cared for and you know and That's awesome, Gail. That's it, awesome, it was amazing, honey. but put it everywhere. Put it, yeah. put it in your car because how many times you get in your car, right? Right. You know, I see you there and I always and it's been a year and I still see her there and I say hi to her and I talk to her.
0: <laughs> that is so awesome, honey. It works. So basically works.
2: listen to Gail. Oh. This really works. It really works. It really oh, works. I was going in a downhill spiral, like really fast. And wow. that just changed my whole relationship with my mom and with myself. I really was the beginning of loving myself, I think. Right. Um, good. And forgiving myself for neglecting that little child that I just stuffed in a corner because I didn't want to deal with her. You know, so I went through this whole process and, and it really, changed my life
0: i I will say you know that's that's awesome honey i'm glad so hopefully i'll see you at mastery girlfriend because we're doing that in november and we'll change your life some more so thank (laughs) you thank you thank you thank you thank you and john ann
3: yes hi there so we haven't met face-to-face before first time i've been on a face-to-face zoom call with you so i'm um first of all i just so honor the the work that you do um I know that once one finds that experience of joy and bliss and happiness inside, it's like a frequency that you can turn to even uh, no matter what is happening. It's always there once you find it. Sometimes just simple things like uh, some breaths will do it and all the other things you're suggesting. So I'm uh, currently... Since we spoke about dancing, because that's one of my paths to ecstasy, I'm uh, here in the greater Washington, D.C. metro area doing some advanced planning with um, the National Action Network in the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington, which will be Saturday, the 26th of August. Even if you're not able to join us in Washington and we're expecting up to 350,000 or more people. The original one had 500,000. Being able to come together from wherever you are and experience the joy. I mean, the last thing I wanna say is the constitution talks about um, pursuit of happiness. I think cultivation of happiness is what is needed. You find it however. And then you cultivate it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's always out there. You're always having to do something to be it. So thank you again for the ongoing wonderful work
0: you do. My pleasure, John. And it's good to see your face on It's thank great. You. And you're, Thank you for doing the work that you do or the play thank that you're doing out there. It uh, is play, add, add more me. play in there for sure. Thank yeah. you, sweetheart. And I have one more. Krista had a raised hand. And then I want to just tell you about what's next month. Okay?
1: I wanted to know, hi, thanks for taking my question, Burge. Sure. I know it's been a while for me. Yeah. yeah. yeah, So I wanted to know about the innocence thing, because when I do the you are innocent and I am innocent, yep. uh, I get this little voice that goes, no, you're not. Of course so you I wanted, wanted to know, like, what does innocence mean to you or like, because I'm trying to figure out what the resistance is to that okay. word i guess first, maybe
0: yeah first of all sweetheart uh let me just uh very quickly uh you have to decide what innocence means to you and just notice the resistance that you have that little voice that's that bubble talk i was talking about the subconscious thought that keeps you from getting what you want it's that mm-hmm. that nerd that we hear it's a little voice that perhaps is saying no you're not so what you say what do you do with that little voice when it comes up You, here's what you do with this particular thing I'm asking you or giving you a tool to use. You don't have to believe it. You don't have to, you don't think about it because you're trying to figure it out. You're trying to say, well, what happens when that comes up? I I say it and then I think it's not true. So first thing is ignore the little voice. Even if you don't believe it, even if you don't think it's true, even if you're not sure it's going to show up or how it's going to work, you just, Reckless abandon, remember? You do it with Mm -hmm. reckless abandon. You don't have any outcome about it, okay? Mm -hmm. So my point is when you say those things and you hear yourself inside, that bubble talk is saying no, you're not. You just say it again. That's why the breath is so important. That's why you do the breath in between each of those, okay? Mm. Say you, breathe it in. Even if you don't believe it, say it again. Breathe it in. Say it again, breathe it in, and then you go. Then you shift it to the you on the mirror, and then the I. The mirror. But if the little voice comes up, you just ignore it and not think about it, and don't try to figure it out. And you don't have to walk away with, No, I'm innocent. Okay, <laughs> you don't have to think of that.
1: So, bottom line play with it.
0: Yeah. You don't have to think about it. You don't have just, so the whole point of this is it's going into a different part of your brain and your energy field and your emotions. And the mammalian brain will take over if you allow Mm. it. Okay.
1: Yeah. Kind of like when I do loving kindness meditation, that it took a while before I really started to feel the kindness every time I said, may you be safe. May we be safe. Exactly. I don't know if you've ever done that
0: practice.
3: Yeah, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's really brilliant. So continue that. Let go of any of the um, uh, uh, bubble talk that gets in your way and just say, you know what? I see you. It's okay. You can acknowledge it and say, I know that I don't believe it yet, but I'm going to do it anyway.
1: Or I know this little voice doesn't want me.
0: <laughs> it, it, the more I like you play with it, it too, easier it gets. Yes. That's playful. Be playful with it. Don't try to figure it out, okay? Okay,
1: sounds power. good. Thank you. Awesome.
0: So I just want to say we're gonna be we're finished with our power hour and next month uh, is September twentieth. So just so you know, we do always do it the third Saturday of every oh, third Saturday, the third Wednesday of every month. So the next one we're doing next uh, month is going to be um, September twentieth, I believe, and it's going to be on. Are you ready to receive? Dun, dun, dun. Okay. So that'll be our next power hour. I invite you to come play with me at Shamanasta, um, which is a whole nother way of asking asking questions. Um, And I'll put that in this group chat. So you can go there or go just go to essenceofbeing.com and see all of our upcoming events that we have. Most of the events we have coming up are graduate level work. So if you haven't done Essence of Being, um, that's kind of a prerequisite for some of this work we're going to be doing, but you can go to shamanasta.com. I just put in there or essenceofbeing.com and you can have that um, and just play with me in that realm too. Okay. Check it out. All right. So I hope it was good tonight. And I'm sorry we had technical difficulties. We started five minutes late because of I had to play with my technology. All right so thank you for uh joining me and again i can't remember paulette do i stop the recording and then you guys take over right
4: yeah so if i could ask everybody like if y'all would be willing to be on camera for like three to five minutes so we can record this um so what we're doing with our pillows is i'm going to stop the recording okay yeah yeah okay yeah go ahead um we're going to start